I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading this episode of Don't You Know Who I Am just before we start, this one is a live one recorded at Max Watts House of Music as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival's Festival Club. It was an absolutely full house, so thank you to everyone who came out on a Tuesday. I'm going to get straight into it pretty much um, because, you know, you know what the guests are. They're really great. I should just say before you start listening, though, so the night started at 10.30. I'd been told, all right, we've got to get off by 12, otherwise the festival has to pay all the staff extra. So when you listen to this, I listen back to it when I edit it. Yes, I wish I let them talk for longer, but I had a clock on stage and it was ticking over. And look, it was 40 minutes and we'd only read three questions. So I do get to a point where I'm like, all right, next question, next question, next question. So that's, that's what's happening there. I don't think I need to say anything else. If you're in Melbourne, come along. We've got one more of the Don't You Know Who I Am's at the European Beer Cafe 3 p.m. this Sunday, if you listen to this the day it comes out. Go to joshell.com.au for tickets. Also, I've got, uh, what, three, four more shows of Joshell Talks. Thanks to everyone who's been coming out. It is, uh, it's been an amazing run for me, so thank you very much. I've loved doing the show, and I've loved everyone who's come out. And at the end, when I say, hey, I do a podcast, and people are like, yay, we listen, that's great as well. Uh, I think that's all I need to say. Enjoy this episode. It's a really good one. Festival Club, yay! <laughs> Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. Normally do. Now, for those who don't know, what I normally do is every week I like go on the internet and I try and find someone who shares my name, Josh Earl, and I report back to the listeners. So my favourite so far has been there's a baby baboon... In a zoo in America called Josh Earl. <laughs> it was made famous on the animal show, like, Cute Animals or something like that, okay? Because it's, it's got a friend which is a golden retriever called Pucho. And they go together. It's like each one's safety animal, okay? They've been friends for the last four or five years. I come with some news, people. No, no, it's not. They're both healthy. They're both healthy. Just that Josh Earl is going through puberty. <laughs> so Pucho is no longer safe around Josh Earl. So, so hopefully they'll, uh, you know, they'll come back later. Josh Earl will go off and do some stuff. Um, you're safe tonight. Anyway, what I also do is I get four very, very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. Are you ready to meet some guests? Yes? <laughs> All right, our first guest 
he shares his name with a Brisbane man who is a customer service specialist for the Hourglass Watch Company. Can you please make all the noise you can for Hamish Blake, everyone? Hey, mate. We did it. Do you know what? I did that last year and it really went well. <laughs> <laughs> and I made a pact. If I'm back next year, I'm going to try that flip again. Um, hello, guys. Hello. Thank you. I said thank you after hello. <laughs> I guess for not booing. Thank you. Now, last year we talked about the beard for a good ten minutes. Yeah, so if you loved it, go back, listen to that yeah. we can skip. <laughs> we can skip right past that. But this year I want to talk about something exciting because you're about to launch a new show called Lego Masters. Yeah, big time. Appreciate that. Thank you. So we've got a couple of eight-year-olds in there. <laughs> well, that's why I'm asking. Possibly stacked on top of each other in a trench coat with a hat. <laughs> Because I've left a seven-year-old at home. Shame on you. With his mum. Like, yeah. <laughs> Noah gets very honest, but like later in the show. <laughs> well, he is a bit sad that I'm leaving every night to do my show. But yeah. tonight, when I said I'm I'm doing a show with the host of Lego Masters, he was very excited. So, Crazy cred. Crazy so cred. you are going to have a lot of seven-year-old fans. Well, I'm getting a little bit of weird, like parent. Oh, actually, a bit of aggression now because the show's not out for a bit. But I think Channel Nine's doing the Channel 9 thing where they just, just tell, like, yell at you, it's a blockbuster, and it's just, you're, 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 you're fucked if you don't watch this. Like, <laughs> which is what they want to say in all their promos. So there's like a lot of that, like bashing people at the moment. But I'm not really watching that much TV, but, I, but obviously parents are getting their kids going, when's this happening? I had a guy put out a manhole the other yeah. day, like a guy putting NBN in or something, so who knows what he's doing down there. <laughs> just, playing Nintendo Switch and hoping the whole NBN thing goes away. We bumped down the manhole and he's like, Oi, Hamish, where's that fucking Lego show coming on? <laughs> Just after Easter. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But the only kid that's not excited, seemingly, is my son. He just doesn't really care about it. He's four and obviously I was telling him, oh, you know, I'm doing this show, we're making a TV show about Lego and like we filmed it last year so that's when I was doing it. And then, I'll be honest, a little part of me, the reason I... You know, a part of the reason I did this job was like, this is going to really impress my son. So I'm going <laughs> to... This will get harder and harder to do as he grows up, so yeah. I'm going to take easy money now and <laughs> do the Lego show. So I was like, you know what? A little bit of a special treat, Sonny. Why don't you come on in? I'm going to show you around. There's a big room with two and a half million bits of Lego in it. There's cameras everywhere. It's like, what do you think? Huh? Lego? He goes, yeah, I know. You told me... <laughs> you told me you were doing this. It's like, yeah, I know that, but... Now you're seeing it, so how blown away are you? And he was like, but you, this is where you go every day. I was like, what I should have done is been like, oh, I'm an event planner. Yeah. And I don't know, well, like, I'm a baker. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I should, he would love it if I was a baker or an event planner too, I suppose. But then, <laughs> like, then just, like, double-cross him and go, ah, suck shit. Guess what I've been doing? <laughs> Dad rules. I've been doing Lego all day. <laughs> okay. All right. Our next guest shares his name with a man from Swansea whose LinkedIn profile says he is a cheese holder at Cheese Incorporated. <laughs> Can you please welcome to the podcast for the first time, it's James Acaster! <laughs> James. Uh, thank you. Uh, my son's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it. Uh, he's... Uh... Imaginary. 
Now, have you heard of this cheese holder before? Has your name? No, I know there's a James Acaster in Swansea. Yeah, yeah. I know about him. But you didn't I ask him what his job was. <laughs> I didn't know what his job was. I, I, you've done more digging than I did. Uh, uh, no, like, I just went on his LinkedIn, that's all. Oh, well, yeah, but who... <laughs> Who's on that? Yeah, I mean, don't, don't make out that looking at someone's LinkedIn doesn't make you, like, more curious than anyone yeah. else. Like, <laughs> no one's gone on anyone's LinkedIn ever. We all joined it at one point. Yeah. And, ah, oh, I like the emails. <laughs> did, you, did you say it was a cheese holder? A cheese holder. Is that like a shareholder? Maybe. We were throwing the term a, around like we all a, know what cheese holders are. It's a British thing, you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like shares or cheese? Well, it's hold, stock market's it's, it's very, I'll take the cheese. It's very literal. We hold... <laughs> Go on. We hold cheese. <laughs> so, like, sometimes in the UK, uh, it's seen as, like, rude to eat it immediately. <laughs> and so, for like a certain amount of time, it's good to. But you can't also, you don't want to hold it yourself yeah. and then eat it. So you can employ someone. Ah, oh, right. So it's like a, a mark of a gentleman. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you have someone who holds your cheese. Oh, like a cheese at, caddy. At a party, yeah. You're kind of chatting at the party and they see that there's a cheese holder there. If you were there with a cheese holder and you suddenly wanted some, like you'd your cheese holder had held it for the appropriate amount of time, yeah. would I turn to my cheese holder and go, I'll, get, I'll take a slice of the blue, uh -huh. or like a, like a pro golfer, would I just keep talking to the person <laughs> I'm talking to and yeah. just go, oh, James, give me a slice of the blue. Like, yeah. what would be the etiquette? Both of those are wrong. Uh, <laughs> you would... Um... I'm laughing so much. Yeah. <laughs> the cheese holder just holds the cheese. You've got to speak to your cheese oh, feeder. Who okay, is... okay. The economy must be booming. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going very well, and we can't wait to leave the EU. <laughs> also joining us is a comedian who shares her name with a woman in Sydney who describes her job as a fit injector. Yuck. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Felicity Ward, everyone! Thank you. I have 15 sons. <laughs> They're all four. It was painful. <laughs> How are you doing, Felicity? You're back in the country for the first time in, what, three years? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, I'm back at this festival. I've been since then because um, I can't stay away from the place because I love it. I miss Kmart. And um, <laughs> fuck, I love Kmart. I don't get sponsored by... How fucking good is Kmart? Like the homeware section, I'm like, how do I take this all back to England? And I can't because I don't have the luggage space. But I would, just a gold pineapple. No reason. Oh, more of a Harris scarf fan myself. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the regulars. Uh, What's Kmart? What's Kmart? Yeah. Oh, what isn't Kmart? It's, it's kind of like Sainsbury's, but not as sad. It's a supermarket. But it's also home and it, it has a huge CD library. Why? They're done. <laughs> and there's a children's section and they have cheap clothes, but not as bad as you think they're going to be. You walk in, you're like, oh, oh no, I'd wear that. <laughs> and it's $3. I'll buy 12 It's full of a lot of stuff where you go, if I don't tell people it came from Kmart, yes. I'll look. This is fine. Yeah. I can get away with this. Yeah. Have you got any Kmart stuff in your house? We have a lot of kids' Kmart stuff. Again, uh, I am sponsored by Kmart. So <laughs> <laughs> I break in trouble for the first bit. <laughs> um, but you're right, it's also it's half-time capsule in there. DVDs. Yeah. Books. <laughs> <laughs> like non-e-books. 
posters Analog for your books. wall as well. They sell posters for your wall. You want a Blink-182 poster, you can get it yeah, from Yeah, you probably could, actually. It's just, it's just everything. And when, when, we, when I grew up, um, it was like... Because I'm from a small town and, uh, like, the, a shopping centre was a pretty big deal where I'm from and Kmart was a bit rough. And then you go back as an adult, you're like, oh, Kmart. You're like, hang on, Kmart's changed its fucking tune here. Wow. Lovely stuff. The Deborah Hutton collection, very good. <laughs> Finally, is a man. I haven't finished about Kmart. I want to... <laughs> Finally, is a man who shares his name with the group head of people development for a company called His Cox. <laughs> Can you please welcome to stage is Des Bishop. Well, it's great to be here. Hey, Des. Now, before the show, I was saying to the guests, I was saying, oh, so I'll introduce you and I'll say a name of someone who shares your name and you knew a different one, not the guy from His Cox. No, uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers linebacker, Desmond Bishop, 100% my name. And I often get the complaints <laughs> of people who are unhappy with his performance. I mean, he has retired since. <laughs> but uh, I just remind them that I got fucking Des Bishop before that motherfucker. He's Des Bishop 55. But she got 54 times before him. What's that? You got it 54 times before I him. I know, who are all these other fucking Des Bishops? <laughs> Did you also get lots of people complaining about Archbishop Desmond Tutu? Well, in, in the 80s... Uh, <laughs> Official hashtag when it was is at Des De Bishop. <laughs> no, in, in the 80s, I got a lot of people calling me Tutu. I mean, it was actually one of my nicknames, Tutu, uh, because of Bishop Desmond Tutu. But now millennials just think, that's forward thinking. That's yeah. a fine <laughs> thing for you to wear. All right, our first game tonight is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, what I do is I read out tweets from the four of you. You need to buzz in and tell me who you think wrote the tweet. How your, do we buzz in? Your names buzz? are your buzzers. Names. Names. So, James, you're an advantage. One syllable. James. James. i got four, mate. That's mm. fucked. Yeah. I'm going to go with the incredible ham dog, so <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a while. I've got to be really sure early. You, now, you get a point if you get it right. If you get it wrong, though, the person who actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. Ooh. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Poker face is on. First one is this one. Hangman is a lovely childhood game where you slowly draw a man killing himself if another kid can't read your mind. Tutu. Yes, Des. Uh, James A. Caster. No, that was Felicity Ward. Yeah. There, there, Felicity. Thank you. So she gets a point? Felicity gets the point, yeah. I got a point and 8,000 tweets. It was very popular. <laughs> and the pin tweet made my job very easy. Just oh, yeah, that's sure. Great. Oh, you pinned that? Yeah, I pinned it. Yeah. Yeah, I never... I've never had 8,000 retweets for anything. Yeah. I'm like, that goes at the top of the list, mate. I'd pin it. I'd, I'd pin it. it. I'm going to pin it tonight. I'm going <laughs> to re-download Twitter and I'm going to pin that tweet. <laughs> yeah. All right, question two. Game show idea. You have one minute to get the hotel shower to work and set to correct temperature. Felicity. Prize, James. Prize the entire mini bar. Difficulty? Impossible. Felicity. Yes, Felicity. It has to be the incredible ham dog, sure. You are correct, yes, it was. Hamish That's Blake, got yeah. Hamish written all over it. I thought it was you. I only met what? you backstage, I only knew that was you. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> that was from 2015. I go deep. Yeah, that's good. Uh, hey, that's good. Wow. I was listening to that going, God, kill a tweet. Wish I'd done that. <laughs> <laughs> then I realised I'd pinned it and retweeted it 8,000 times myself. <laughs> Question three. Imagine being at any funeral, wedding, or a christening, and at some point they play the song Californication. Felicity. Oh, oh Felicity. Well, James wrote that today or yesterday. You are correct. Yes, it was. 
Do you get a bonus point for knowing the actual that time? That's very recent. <laughs> He's been on quite a Californication uh, theme here. Yeah. Obsession? I, Illness? I, what would you call it? I did four in a row. Four yep. tweets in a row about Jeez. Californication. Far out. It's almost it's the, an album. It, it's probably the dumbest song ever. Yeah. I mean, it's so stupid. I agree. And I was thinking about it a lot. Did four tweets in a row and had a lot of people, because I was, I was here when I tweeted it, so a lot of people in England being like, it's 4am. <laughs> Why are you tweeting about Californication? It, it almost adds like a more intense yeah. aura to it for those people, because like, really he's woken like, up to do this. No, no, no. Yeah. He can't sleep. He can't yeah. sleep. He hasn't been able to sleep since he heard Californication yeah. I mean, again. I don't want to derail it, and I think we feel like it'd be opening a Pandora's box here, but like, what's your top three issues with Californication? <laughs> <laughs> One is that, despite the fact that they, the whole song is devoted to explaining what Californication is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. So that is, like, probably my main one. <laughs> but you know it's dead because they say Californication, rest in peace. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. also dreaming of it, too, for yeah, a lot they of it. dream of it. It's a lot, it means a lot to them. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, uh, I just thought it'd be funny if Brexit was called Californication. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, uh, just, just imagine in funerals... This was pre the David Duchovny show, wasn't it? Was that yes. song pre yeah, Duchovny? Yeah, it was. Oh, this song was, like, uh, pioneered the phrase. Um, <laughs> Californication. Are you angry at David Duchovny for then going, it's the worst song in the world, now I'm going to do a TV show? No, no I love that David Duchovny then How made a show <laughs> called Californication, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> So also, I, I like imagining that it's every country's national anthem. <laughs> that would be great. Sure. Imagine the Olympics. Just watching someone like mumble it half-heartedly. Everyone was singing it. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. In all fairness, I didn't know it was about to happen, but still pretty disappointed at myself for laughing at the sight of a nun driving in a tiny car just now. The incredible home <laughs> <laughs> Um Yes. I feel like that's Felicity. No, that is James Acaster. Oh, wow. Point there for James. He's off the board. That well nun looks funny. Yeah. I once, car, nun was driving it. I once saw a nun get hit in the back of the head with, by a bird swooping. Oh, lovely stuff. It was so funny, but also so tragic. It was the best. Was I it a I magpie? Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It was mating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think... It was you, defending you, its children. <laughs> <laughs> from, from an alpha, an apex magpie. No, from religion. Well, <laughs> just as dangerous. I think, because you don't see nuns, you're not expecting, you think of nuns as like cobblers, like from yesteryear. Yeah. Like when every time you see one, you go, this is, anything that happens now is like an amazing anecdote. Yeah. I had a nun yeah. wink at me, and I still <laughs> remember it, but anyone else winking at me, you'd forget. Just you like, call the police. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll they're see, a bush poet. If I see a nun doing anything, I think it's funny. Yeah, it's amazing. But if you saw a nun eating a burger, that's pretty you'd funny. You'd tell everyone, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> what are you eating that burger for? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nuns yeah. don't eat. Not full yeah. enough on faith. Yeah. <laughs> if it was on Good Friday, it'd be worth a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a photo. Imagine Question. A nun singing Californication. <laughs> Pinned <funny>. tweet. <laughs> sister Act Three. Yeah. Oh, Question sister. five. Well done to all the dancers tonight. Felicity. Yes, Felicity. Des. You are correct. Yes, it was Des Bishop. Yes. <laughs> Only because they were talking that, about that dancing with a one fucking tweet, man. <laughs> all the tweets I've tweeted over the years. You went back to 2015 for his. You got fucking all the dancers tonight for mine. <laughs> nice one, you Just fucking Just so you sleaze. can tell them it, that I fucking did Dancing with the Stars. It was Jesus. a hell of a Bucks night. What? And... <laughs> 
We're all jealous. P.S. Yeah. Des they're, they're, Des living, they're living their truth. Not That's everyone right. goes to Riverdance for a Bucks night. <laughs> Des I, actually pinned that tweet. <laughs> I just thought without <laughs> any context. <laughs> I thought without any context it was a funny tweet. I knew what you were talking about. It worked out. We thought, got a great bit of banter out of it. Yeah. <laughs> great's a strong word. but. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Compliment received, Dance. Thank you. <laughs> Question six, just called my dad, and for the first time in his life, the call came through to him on the iPad. Cue sheer pandemonium. Felicity. Yes, Felicity. That has to be Hamish. You are correct. It's another point there for Felicity. Oh, it was Hamish. Look, this is what I absolutely love, is when someone starts doing too well at a comedy game show, everyone's like, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> Very good. It needs to be even, and she's getting a bit too ahead of herself. I had that once as a, as a British, uh, like... TV quiz show called House of Games and you, do, you, have, you have to do five shows in a row and you film them all in one day and I won the first three and then after that uh, National Treasure and Diamond told me I, I was a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> That'll turn on you mate Yeah she really got vicious She said this is just a stupid quiz for stupid people with stupid brains oh. I was like okay Fuck, Is this on camera? <laughs> oh yeah yeah just It was the last episode, episode. <laughs> She was competing uh, against you. Yeah, she wow. was, and then uh, I, I won the, I won the, 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 like I basically didn't try then, <laughs> but I still won overall. Oh, got, lovely! Got given the trophy. Then I, I was meeting some friends, so I got smashed on my own. <laughs> then on the After way back, after a game show, this is the saddest story I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, on a game show, and I've got the trophy as well, which is a huge <laughs> trophy. And I'm walking to meet uh, to Nish and Ed. Mm. So we, we went to meet them. And then someone stopped me in the street and went, did you win that for bingo? And I went, yeah, I did. And then I threw it in the air and it smashed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gave it to a busker. <laughs> a smashed trophy. Yeah. What a prize. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Melt that down. <laughs> Stick it in your cap. Yeah. <laughs> Question seven. Every two years or so, I cross paths with one of those squirrels that ain't scared of humans. What I wouldn't give to know its story. Incredible Edge Dog. Yes, Hamish. Uh, I reckon that's Des. No, that is James Acaster there. James. Point there for James. They just played the squirrel odds, yeah. and that's dumb. I, that, was a, that was a dumb move. I this knew is a that stupid wasn't game James? stupid people with stupid brains. I, I, live, I live in New York. Squirrels are afraid of nobody. They're just like, <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at? Give me an acorn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an acorn. <laughs> What's that? I like give me an acorn. I like that. Yeah. I'm not going to give I'll, a squirrel an acorn. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take your all watch. the cool shit that they can't get normally. Yeah, yeah. And Actually, in some AirPods, I think they would fit. <laughs> Next question. If anyone is feeling lazy and hasn't voted yet, I will give you a lift to the polling station right now. Uh, yes, James. Felicity. No, that was Des Bishop. A point there for Des. Dead. And it, he went it was, through it with it. It was either on the abortion referendum day in Ireland or the gay marriage equality referendum. Oh, yeah, either of, of those two. I think it was 2016. When was that? That was the gay marriage equality yeah. referendum. But you, did, you really did. We're picking up people and driving them to the polling stations. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, oh, it's a very boring story, but I, I, I can't Don't vote. Don't worry, I tell them I can't, vote, I can't vote in referendum in Ireland because I'm, I'm not an Irish citizen, quote unquote, mm. although it's very complicated. But... Uh, you're I, American. Cause, cause We're done. I was, I was born in London. I was, I was born in London, so it was very easy to get a British passport. And then I just got lazy and never got an Irish one. I thought, well, it's all in the EU, so what could go wrong? <laughs> and uh, 
So anyway, I didn't have a vote in the referendum, and I felt bad about that because I was passionate about it. So I picked up people that were voting, and I also tweeted, if you're voting no, I won't be picking you up. And then, of course, some of the Catholics were like, oh, that's not fucking democracy. It's like, no, democracy is you vote. Fucking, I do what I want to do with my yeah, fucking listen, car. You've confused this. <laughs> my petrol cunt. You've confused this with Uber democracy or home-delivered so votes. <laughs> Could you not just pick up no people and then just keep driving and driving all day? It's <laughs> like, fuck, man, it's around here somewhere. I don't know where that vote it was great because then at the, they, in the Dublin Castle they had like the you know the day where like they announced it and it was like a fucking massive party and it was amazing. So then the abortion referendum I gave lifts too and I was like, party's not going to be the same because no. <laughs> even though <laughs> even though it was triumphant it wasn't like everybody going like let's fucking kill baby. Let's you know, do it. it was just like well this is convenient if the, if a crisis occurs. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Oh, it's a delayed. You really are. Uh, uh, you really move on quickly. How, how woke is Melbourne that there's still a three-second pause on applauding an abortion joke? It's like, <laughs> let me take that in and see how I feel. Next question. Pancake Tuesday should be exactly 100 days a year. I know that means some non-Tuesdays will be called Tuesday, but come on, we're all grown-ups. James. Yes, James. Felicity. No, that was Hamish Blake. Oh, God. Hamish. I knew it was one of I thought you two. That was so, you, Des, you and I have, you know, we share a common bond. We care about the big issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both trying to affect social change. You give people lifts on Pancake Tuesday, right? <laughs> yeah. I will drive a hundred oh, yeah. Tuesdays <laughs> a year. You drive them to get milk and flour and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our last question for the round. Imagine if none of us had eyebrows. Incredible age, Doug. Yes. Feels like a 3.30 a.m. Uh, James A. Gaster <laughs> tweet. You would think that, but no, it was Felicity <laughs> Ward. I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and Valentina has shaved off her eyebrows and so she does all the talking heads to camera. I'm like, I don't want to look at that for the rest of my life. And then I thought, what if no one had eyebrows? And I was like, I've got to tell someone. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> all right, at the end of that round, the scores are Hamish Blake on one point. Go for Hamish. I cherish it. Des Bishop also on one point. Go for Des. <laughs> James Acaster on two points. So that means on six points, it's Felicity Ward. Whoa. Whoa. No one Ridiculous likes a winner. Ridiculous amount of Twitter use. No one likes a winner. There is a busker up on Swanson Street that's looking good for that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Des. You can get some points back here because this round is called Nine to Five, What a Way to Make a Living. Now, we've all had jobs, some good, some not so good. Today, we're going to talk about a not so good job that Des Bishop once had. Now, when Des was a younger man, he had a job at the National Ploughing Championships. On as part of an agricultural festival. But what was Des's role on the day? Was it A, Des was the celebrity judge for the fashions on the field. Des did not want to do it, but the pay was too good to turn down. The day was so wet, though, that all the contestants were wearing raincoats and Des had to go up to each of them individually while they flashed their outfit to him <laughs> underneath the raincoat. Des said it made him feel like a cartoon pervert. That's A. B, Des was working for a bread company and had to dress up as a character called Mr. Toast and walk around the festival in a costume and entertain children as a loaf of bread. Or C, Des was employed to keep the field clear, so before the event he had to go over the paddock looking for rocks or debris that could flick up and hit a spectator. It took him an entire day of combing the ground and when he finished, the organisers all laughed at him and told him they were only joking. <laughs> 
Now, one of these is correct. You can ask him as many questions as you want to try and get the correct answer, but bear in mind... Nobody he... was looking at me the whole time, but I was, like, fucking poker-facing the whole time. <laughs> it was, like, such a waste, because oh, not one so of them looked ready. at me. I was like, Hamish is going to fucking look at me. He's going to be, be stone-faced, and then none of you looked. But so, my poker face part was of amazing. Our, part of our tactic was to... No, it's yeah, too no, late now. Josh, say him again. So, <laughs> just go back and listen to it when it's out. So, one of these is right. You have to ask many questions. If you get it wrong, he gets your point. Okay. So, he can walk away with three points. You don't have to guess all together. You guess A, B, and C. It's up to you. Okay, first question. So you're going to ask questions first, right? Yeah, go for it. First question Is the job of Mrs. Toast available? <laughs> that sounds, yeah. sounds like a good day. Um, <laughs> dress it up. You want to like make it. a sandwich, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Can we swap seats? Um, <laughs> no, because if we swap seats... You bring seats, up Mrs. Tosin and I'm don't the best. Don't touch me. <laughs> 2019, Des. Felicity, that, that she out, was there on Mrs. fucking Fairfield's yeah. day too, which was really awkward <laughs> when I asked her to open the coat. <laughs> also, if we swap seats, Felicity, then I'm the fill-in. <laughs> Just the way I like it. <laughs> it came out so quick, though, that I feel like you might have reeled it out on the day. <laughs> Yeah, that's wanna, a point. Yeah, you want to make a sandwich. It sounds like you've got around is... saying want to make a sandwich to no, people before. No, no, Des is just a perv. <laughs> I... <laughs> Can I ask stayed in my here? house for free, just for I the record. Did. Can I ask a question about the ploughing? There's a ploughing festival in general. Yeah, it's called the Ploughing Championships. It's every autumn in Ireland, and it's, it's basically like an agricultural competition and also like a massive sort of fair for uh, agricultural goods and different things. And uh, it's grown over the years to the point where it's basically like the, uh, what is it, like Splendor in the Park for like, you know, country folk. <laughs> I doubt it is. I just, doubt there's people just... in fairy wings and glitter all over this, like, like listening to Tame Impala. I doubt it is. <laughs> but, but for country people, it's as big of a deal for yeah. them. But yeah. You're, but you're thinking like an urban person. Yeah. So literally you... they tame Impalas yeah. at the agricultural <laughs> festival. Yeah. One of the events. They release the lineup every year, the yeah. different tractors that are going to appear. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Matthew Ferguson's revving. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's a lot of fertilizer and stuff. Like it, it's a genuine agricultural festival. Yeah. I'm really confused because when you were talking about dressing up as the, as bread, but then also plowing fields, I'm like, when you were talking about the bread, I'm like, you mean like a plowman's lunch? And you're talking about the bread. <laughs> so I've just been thinking about bread this whole time. Yeah. Not realizing. What was the bread outfit like? Can you describe the bread outfit? Oh, uh, it was like. Uh, okay, it's not. No. That it's not bread. <laughs> so. Got him, got him, got him, got him. <laughs> high five. No, it's high five. It, 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 drinking. Um, it wasn't made of, it wasn't made so, of bread. Uh, we, we, it wasn't just, made of bread. We just learned a valuable lesson about, like, cop comedy, cop dramas. If you're yeah. going to high five the other cop, just make sure he doesn't have a beer and a microphone. Yeah. It's so tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not high fiving anyone on this. Rookie error. No, he's not. That wasn't the bread. Um... Could you, is, talk, could you talk us through what you said to me when you went up to their raincoats and opened them up? Because I assume you would have had to have some banter to make it less awkward. Well, it was just bad timing because it was like a week after Louis C.K. So it was like... You know that he didn't do that, right? You know that it wasn't like a competition. He didn't ask. He certainly didn't yeah, ask. Yeah, no, yeah. But I was a comedian and it was just like, you know, a lot of people were like making comments about like, oh, look at the fucking bishop asking the fucking young girls to open their coats. And, you know, it was just, it, it, yeah. it just wasn't great. No, you're right. After CK, we couldn't do that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was all going the so of, well. The amount of hey, You guys are fucking attacking me like I chose this job. Yeah. I didn't choose this job. No one's well. attacking you, Des. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to rain in Ireland. You know? 
The amount of ploughing festivals people were turning down going, eh, it's just not going to play well. <laughs> we used to do this, we used to do two Look, a weekend. If we're going to line up the timelines, Louis C.K. only happened about 18 months ago and I don't think your career has taken that much of a dive. <laughs> you don't know how much money it was. <laughs> and you don't know how big fucking agriculture is in Ireland. That's true. This is That's where the money is, baby. 2017 is the yeah Louis C.K. thing. Mm. I feel like I'm going to go for Sorry, the Sorry, as the host, the can we just stop talking about Louis C.K.? Is, yeah. that, is that possible? Like, huh? just, just stop talking about him, is that fine? I think uh, not talking about him is part of the problem, Josh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, what I did was I focused on the wellies. And uh, I, I gave it to this, this woman that had like a really amazing sort of t uh, like multicolored pair of wellies. And I really think that she probably had bought them for like a music festival and then wore them to the plowing championships also. She stood I out. just keep forgetting this, the point of this game is to like determine if you're lying or not. And so I'm like, that sounds great. That sounds yeah, like totally realistic. You, you haven't asked any Well, the point of this about... game is I'm really fucking good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only question I haven't asked any, only one you haven't asked any questions about is he cleared the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going him. for. I'm going for that one. You're going, You're going for that you the cleared the field I'm in 2017? No, That happened. No further questions. Uh, when I was in boarding school. <laughs> no, I was in boarding school. So uh, people don't know this, but I, I, I'm, I'm from New York, but I went to Ireland when I was 14 because I got kicked out of school in New York because uh, I had a problem with alcohol. So my mother had this ingenious idea to send me to Ireland <laughs> to go to boarding school. <laughs> And uh, I was Just fucking delighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps they saw the potential of my alcoholism and thought, let's make him the best possible alcoholic <laughs> he could be. You know? So, uh, but because I was the only Yank, that was my nickname, the Yank, in the boarding school, they thought it would be great to send me to the plowing championships. And the lads in the school then organized that I would go and do this thing. And they thought it was hilarious because you did not have to move the rocks. And the then pl the plows were superior to the rocks. That was a commonly known thing in Ireland. <laughs> What's that? Like, that's, that's a great prank to pull on someone, that you don't have to move rocks in a plowing competition. Well, it's a great prank, because I fucking spent, like, two hours doing no, it. No, I'm just sorry, I'm just trying to get my head around the idea, in case I'm ever organising a prank at a plowing festival. <laughs> just, is that, like, yeah, yeah. a funny thing to make someone do? Yeah. It's a funny yeah. thing to watch an American yeah. clear the field when he clearly doesn't have to clear the that's field. That's the one. The, the plows fucking kind of do the rocks. Like it is the one. All right, it is the one. It's because that's, that's what my dad is a builder, and so you always send the apprentice on a fake job yeah. for yeah. hours, and the other ones, it, uh, the Me Too, the Louis C.K. timeline doesn't line up. Yeah. There's no why, way you... Why does it not line up? <laughs> there was no way you were at a plowing festival 18 months ago. <laughs> All right. You did Dancing with the Stars in 2015. You weren't at a plowing festival. You're incorrect on that timeline also, just for the record. You think you know so much about my fucking life. As Pizza it turns trucks. out, that was 2017, if you thought my career was going that well in 2017. <laughs> all right. So well, I'm not going to fly in the face of my detective colleagues. I think we're going to go with the rock clearing. Are we so go you're all going to go C? Yeah. You're going to go I, C? I thought it was the first one, but then, because of the Louis C.K. thing, I thought, oh, that's too much detail. I felt but, like but, when but, you were but telling then, me But about then you told the story of the other thing, I thought, ah, oh, the C.K. thing is probably... Just at the forefront of your mind, anyway. All right. So, uh, like, can I? I'm I'm gonna, gonna, you, you, you already had that in there. I'm going to throw in so. one red herring. The gumboot detail felt a lot like when you're calling in sick at work and you just give them like yeah. five times too much information. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you're trying to like guilt them. I think you were, you were you were throwing us there. So, well, I'm quite convinced by the last. We'll one. see. The correct answer was B. Mr. Toast himself oh, is in there. That's why you're not a cop, Hamish. Can this show play or not? 
Yeah, that is yeah, why I was special. dressed up as a as a massive loaf of bread, a, a plastic kind of loaf of bread from my ankles up to full full square, Mr. Toast, with the little sort of like you could hardly yeah, see yeah. through eyes. And then kids would keep kicking me, and then the dads like wouldn't ad admonish them. They'd just be like, "You must be getting a lot of dough for that." And, uh, <laughs> It's good you stuff. Know, oh, you're making the yes. bread today and fucking all this. Were you, a, were you a single piece of toast or were you a whole No, loaf? I was a loaf. A of, full loaf. Because basically the selling point of, mist, of, the, of the toast loaf yeah. was that it was a, si a, a smaller size slice that fit into your toaster because there's nothing like that floppy, untoasted bit uh, complete at the toast top cover. of your yeah. bread. Get complete it. element coverage of the bread. Yeah, mm. so this would fit completely into your toaster and give you a perfectly sort of overall brown toast. Sorry, and, it, <laughs> and this is a closed face outfit or open face? It was closed. closed I just had the little mesh eyes. Gotcha. This feels like and more I was of Mr. An ad toast, to the, for but the my toaster. hands, my hands were free to shake kids' hands and stuff like that. And, uh, and then I was sued by the oh, gluten-free society of Ireland for <laughs> pr promoting this poison. The other jobs that he made up were him, by the way, just in case people are attacking me for my stories. You Thank did those? You. I, I didn't do them. I just wrote them on a card and read them out. Oh, uh, I thought they were from your... This no, is how your life. Are you Louis C.K.? <laughs> That's serious? why I wanted to move on. No, I, 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 I'll take responsibility this for this. Is how serious Josh takes this? He went and two plowmen's festivals and went and did those two things at other times. I've been eating plowman lunches <laughs> for months. Just a whole apple on a plate. I don't know why. Anyway. So at the end of that round, the scores are Hamish Blake, still on one point. Give it up, Hamish. Yes. James on two points. Dez now on four points. But oh, still well. the lead on six points. It's Flussy Ward. Very well played, Dez. Yeah, really well played. Really and I loved really it at the end good. where you yelled out, that's why you're not a cop, Hamish. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the one test they give you at police school. <laughs> but guys, sorry, I can't, I can't do a push-up. Doesn't matter. Just answer this riddle. <laughs> why Which of the three jobs what, what did this know, man do? What do you know about Plowman's Festivals? <laughs> Park, I got a 33% plowing, chance plowing, 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 plowing. Plowing, Plowman's is a sandwich. I'm obsessed with a Plowman's lunch. A little bit of pickles, some uh, cheese, delicious bread. What do no, you mean, no? No, don't even, no. What's, what's your lunch of choice? What's your beef with I'm not plowmans? having a fucking plowman today that much. Look, look, it's, I did a podcast recently and... Uh, all someone, right, mate, someone, we're all doing our thing. So, someone, like, someone talked about a podcast and I got angry about it. So, like, it's, <laughs> it's all on there. But, but they like, talked about like, a plowman? Very, very angry. Yeah, someone... It's the white I, I, I person's anti-pasta. I was talking to someone about their, their dream meal and their dream meal was a fucking plowman. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, that's they're dumb. That's yeah. a mistake. That's of all oh, the yeah. things they could sure. get in the no. world, no. they chose a plowman's and I was very angry about Are it. Are they white? They were so white. So white. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, just going to stop the podcast air to let you know about Josh L Talks. That's right, Josh L Talks, my show in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, it's on at 8.15 every night, 7.15 on Sundays at the Victoria Hotel. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you've only got four more chances to see it. So I would love it if people come out. It has been very, very good. Also, everyone who's been downloading the podcast or going to the live shows as well, thanks heaps. Uh, if you can't make it but you're enjoying the live ones, go on uh, iTunes, give us a five-star rating. That would be great. Leave a review. That's always really, really nice. And if you want to help out with the podcast in a financial way, you can become a Patreon member. That's right. The Patreon members this week got this episode that you're listening to three days before you did, and it's completely unedited. So they got an extra, like, 15 minutes of content. So, oh, well, what are you going to do? Oh, you could become a Patreon member. That's right. Go to Josh. Oh, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A, patreon.com slash 
D-Y-K-W-I-A. Uh, $10 a month, you get uh, bonus episodes. Cool. $1 a month, you get free writing every single week that I've been doing. And yeah, it's, it's been lots of, lots of uh, fun doing that. Anyway, enough from me. Let's go back to the, the absolute chaos that this episode was. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. So in this round, I'll read out a fact about each of you on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If things are lie, you say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong because they will get your point. All right, so to Des. When Felicity was six, a police officer went to her primary school to teach the class about stranger danger. Felicity volunteered to show the class what to do if a stranger confronts you. She screamed as loud as she could and just pissed her pants. <laughs> yeah or no? Nah. You can ask her as many questions as you want. Oh, I can answer questions? Yeah. Um, what, what, what type of clothing were you wearing? <laughs> was it, I was in, at school. School uniform. Oh, school uniform. Yeah. Right. But it was, a, was it a skirt or a pants? It's always a skirt. It's, always, it's, it's changed now, just so you know yeah, things are I'm changing. I'm very old. Uh, this is back when it's only a skirt. No, it's a dress. It was a dress. It wasn't a skirt. Different. Very important detail. And, and did, you, did, you, did you run out of the room or did you just sort of stand there and hope that nobody noticed? Oh, no, I did it on purpose. <laughs> it would work. I knew that would have been funny. I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say yeah. You say it's yeah? It yeah. is a lie. It was I'm nah. Put it for Give it up. What I... Oh. The you're, getting, you're getting applause for not pissing your pants as a child. <laughs> That's... You don't know how the hard continent. that is for me. Um, no, the policeman did come to school and I was in primary school, like in kindergarten, and he said, does anyone want to volunteer? What do you do when a stranger comes? And I was like, me, 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 because I'm me. And, um, and I got up, I was like, I'll do it. He's like, okay, what do you do? I was six. And I'm, he's like, I'm a stranger. And I went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> still got it, still got it. What a dramatic message. just fainted on the ground. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say you might have described what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> a point there for Felicity. So, to Flick. Now, James was once at a party in high school nah. when he went... <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <laughs> So James was at a party in high school when he went and used the upstairs bathroom. On the way down, though, he walked past the bedroom of the parents and heard the TV was on. Just by the sound, James knew it was the film The Three Amigos. James knocked on the door only to hear a man's voice say, this room is out of bounds. James entered anyway and explained that he loved that film. James then spent the next two hours lying on, be on a bed with a dad watching The Three Amigos. <laughs> Not Any so questions? plausible now. Eh? <laughs> 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 Suddenly it fits. That is very on brand. Oh, I don't even know what... I don't even care if it's not true. I just want to say yeah, because I just, just the idea of James going, I could go and try and talk to people, <laughs> but there's a dad in there and I get him. <laughs> and even like the idea of being told not coming in, but 
being so <laughs> much more comfortable with a grown adult in silence watching a comedy film. Like, he's like, I know where my place is. I'm just going to walk. I want to say, yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. So, were you on the bed? Like... Yeah, yeah. Well, just, just lay, well, you say laying on the bed. I don't even need more details. It was like details. that when you lay with the elbows there and just watch yep. it. Like that. <laughs> but like, and he was like back against the... Did you, did you know him beforehand? Huh? Did yeah, you... I've met him before oh, like okay. once, but like not properly. But like his wife had like... They're recently... still pen pals now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like on his own a lot, that guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not if you've got a great film. No. <laughs> I like the bit with the, with the bush that sings and stuff. I yeah. want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched it recently? Not recently. Does no. not hold up. Really? Oh, so sad. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I, I, I know a few granddads who would argue. <laughs> <laughs> so, Felicity, you're saying it was yeah? I'm going to say yeah. It was nah. A point there for James. Oh. What happened? What inspired that? The audience oh, seemed oh. very upset about that, that oh, it was yeah. a lie. Can you please tell me what was true about that story? Nothing. I, know. I, don't mean, I made oh, it all up. Oh, you made the whole thing up? I told you he'd never wow. been to a party. Yeah. <laughs> never been to a party, never met a dad. But... Uh, I, I well, love that me, film. Hamish. I, kn- I do love I, that film. I knew you loved that film because we yeah. had dinner together in Sydney. We walked past and it was in, on in a hotel. Yes. And you Just said, the yeah. And I, I, I loved it so much I took, I took a photo of it yeah. from outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I hope I sent it home to someone going, the pain, the free amigos here. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. You really need to wash yourself with Josh Earl. He's like recording everything. Yeah. Imagine taking a photo of a television outside <laughs> when you could just watch the movie. <laughs> But it's all done for you. It's like when yeah. you see a movie that you could easily buy on TV. You're like, yeah. I'll sit through ads because this right. is all done for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all ready, f- it's it's ready to go. Ready to go, slowly. All right, so to Hamish. Now, when Des first arrived in China... Oh, cool, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Just have to listen. Des, go for it. Does anyone want to come up and be James Acaster? Do you want to, you want to come up and be James Acaster? Okay. Um, I asked. I thought it would be fun. It's not. She's okay, been so. to a party before. She wouldn't do it. Like if there's a, if there's a room out there playing Three Amigos and he sees yeah. it. We're not get, if, if, there, if there's a dad backstage, because uh, <laughs> I, I still feel like it happened. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting it back for an hour and a half. When Des first arrived in China, he went to a park known as the Marriage Market where parents and grandparents stand around advertising their unmarried children. Des got mobbed like he was the Beatles. Until they said, <laughs> He's fucking watching me now this time, i got to watch myself. Until they found out his age and then they wanted nothing to do with him. Rotten meat. <laughs> they thought you were fresh meat and you were uh, past the use-by, huh? Um, whereabouts is this marriage market? Uh, Shanghai. Checks out. <laughs> You're like Dandy Nong. You're like, mm, got him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could be a cop. <laughs> um, now, was this an accident or did you go to check out the marriage market specifically? Oh, uh, uh, no. I mean, it wasn't an accident in that it's a known James, thing. James, can I Oh, hi. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, I had heard about it, so I, th- I thought it would be interesting. To go and watch people, yeah, right. And and how does it work? Like, how does the, what's the, like, are their parents there? Like, do they advertise their kids? Like, it's a market, like a Sunday market, but instead of soaps and candles, so I've been it's away. Kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you went away uh, for a long time. 
And uh, now we're talking about uh, children being advertised in a park. <laughs> so, so, so it's a marriage market. So the parents are very proud of their... Do they do, like, promo for, for their kids? Do they have, yeah, like, a well, they have board? Uh, They have little sheets of paper. And in, in Chinese, it's written, like, you know, say, like, like Lina. <laughs> very successful. Uh, you know, 35. Uh, you know, what her job is, how much money she makes... Does she own an apartment? Like all very sort of like very detailed stuff. Yeah, LinkedIn. Right. And then so if like you... sort of two hours worth of hacking, but done by the parents and put on a board. Yeah. And then yeah. if you if like they think like oh visa, they see me and they think oh American visa, they will be like oh um, you know this is my what do you think? And then they take your number. And then if they're still interested, if they're actually, if the dad or the mother is like, thinks you're a good match, they will incessantly call you for days but to you try to organize you, a date. But you, you weren't looking for a wife. You were, were you egging them on? Going, well, I mean, I wasn't looking for a wife, but you know, you go to Kmart sometimes, you're not looking for, you know, a fucking set of 5K dumbbells, but then you're like, oh, fuck, that could work out at home, you know? So, yep, you know, that's, that's you never marriage. know, you never know, you know? That, that's, that, that is marriage. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> If, if you don't mind me asking, but I'm sure you do. You told a whole park full of people in Shanghai. What was your age that put them? Well, on? actually, I've been to two marriage markets. I was at the marriage market in Beijing yeah, and the marriage market in Shanghai. Uh, the second time I went to Shanghai, I went with my mother, and she got mobbed because then that's like real business. Because then it's like the parents getting involved. Uh, yeah, she's got the papers. To be honest, if a, if a if a Chinese woman is 28 and she's not married, there's a lot of pressure because in China they call them shengyu, which means leftover woman. So, I know, Brutal. and if it's not spaghetti bolognese, it's not as good when it's left over. So uh, there's there's a lot of cultural I feel like pressure. You're editorializing. That's not a Chinese saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, they use uh, uh, you know like chow mein. Yeah. But uh, the I wanted us to all understand together. In Ireland, I would say a stew. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, I like, I like the way I'm getting the beef for the fact that fucking shengyu yeah, yeah, is a yeah, Chinese yeah. thing. No, no, like everyone's is, like, I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. But this th is what Chinese people do. This, there is a lot of detail here. And sorry, so your age that put them off. What's the, the male equivalent that, that that turned them off? Oh well, I mean, like you know, 38 is just like that. Definitely a bit high, you know, because all they were all like 28. Yeah. Right. So th I guess the thing that put them off was like. Ugh. Creepy, you know. Like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big. It's like actually, to be honest, I told them. So I told them I had two. They were like, "Do you have a, you know, neofangzima? Like, do you have an apartment? That's a big thing for them." So yeah. I said I had two, and they were like, "Whoa, fangzi, <laughs> oh, And good. then they said, "Where?" And I was like, "I was like uh, Dublin, Ireland." And they were like, "Oh uh, no, <laughs> a big yeah. recession." Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I own two houses on Monopoly. It's old Kent Road. <laughs> No, two houses in Melbourne, you'd be fucking killing it. Trust yeah. me. They're, All right, I'm gonna say this is this is this is true. I assume this. I feel like you are uh, correct. It was true. Right. Yes, point there for oh. Hamish. Well, I had to out myself eventually. All right, <laughs> that was very, very detailed. Were they anyway, we've been um, married for three years, and it's been really successful. <laughs> and uh, he married his mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to James. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you're back. Hamish here yeah, used to no, be yeah. a maths tutor to a boy. Quite often, the boy would not let Hamish into the house, though, because the kid was too busy jerking it. Every time the kid used the excuse he was napping, and every time Hamish did not believe him. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Something's happened down the end here, and I want to know, if you can't share it with the class, don't share it at all, kids. I'm expecting like... Des to get up and say, I was that boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what's the, why does Des know so much about this kid? It's great to see you again. Still trying, struggling with trigonometry. <laughs> yeah. This is jacking it in your toast outfit. 
Just making butter. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I was going to say it, but I felt yeah. like it wouldn't go down as well. <laughs> How did you... Right, so the story is, is that you go to, to teach his kid mathematics. Yeah. You're knocking on the door, and he doesn't answer because he's masturbating mm -hmm. in his room. Question. <laughs> How did you know that's what he was doing? You were outside. Yeah. How do you know that someone is masturbating inside the house? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we need to get that out of the way just legally. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was very poor. I was at uni. This was a $25 an hour gig, which in 2001, mm. when I think this was, that was, a, that was a great gig. It was an inner city apartment. So yeah. I'd, the, the mum booked me and said, look, this is our kid. He's in year 11, I think it was. You turn up, you're, you know, like five to six. No one's going to be home except the kid. And we'll pay you $25 an hour. Okay. Tutor him. So I come and I'd buzz on the buzzer, and this was, I don't think I even had a mobile phone at this stage, and he wouldn't answer, like nothing would answer, no one would answer, I'd be like, yeah. well, I'm just going to stay, because the mum was meant to get home at six, I'm like, I'm just going to sit on the front doorstep, so she turns up and sees me, I go, I've been here from five o'clock, because I'm going to get paid, yeah. and every ten minutes or so, I get up and buzz again, just, I don't yeah. know, because I'm a hard worker, <laughs> 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 I have an insane work ethic, and then, this happened three weeks in a row, around about 5.30, like halfway through the hour, he would answer and go oh yeah sorry man come up and I come up and he was always like flustered and sweaty <laughs> and I'd be like oh for fuck <laughs> and he'd be like oh hey You're like, oh, that's all right um <laughs> all right well you, you missed half of your size so I was having a sleep it's like yeah in your very hot room <laughs> and uh we just get we'd get we'd get the books over the kitchen table and we'd get to it and then after three weeks I said to him look he's always asleep I think it just got yeah. I was just like I I can find a better gig than this at twenty-five dollars an hour, and so I quit. But that was. Um, but he knew what he like, he knew what time his lesson was every week. Hundred percent. So I don't know. Every time that's when he chose to. He wasn't. I if I could. I mean, I, I hope he ended up doing well, but I don't feel like his heart was in maths. <laughs> <laughs> and I. I mean, no. if he just. What was his name? <laughs> without thinking now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say James. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Hamish. I, what was his name? Man, I, what was the boy's name? <laughs> Hamish. <laughs> What was his name, Hamish? It was... <laughs> Man, it was 2001. I, I forgot my boss's name two years ago. You'd remember that kid's name. <laughs> it seems like a pretty... Yeah, the rest of that story is very detailed. You don't even remember that kid. What was his mum's name? No idea. <laughs> but this is... I mean, I... I, I but you taught, you taught maths. I tutored maths, which just meant that I had to have done all right at year 11. Teach me some maths now. I mean, it's literally an infinite subject. What do you want to know? <laughs> what do you want to know? Something like the real okay. big numbers up near infinity? <laughs> Less. Yeah. Okay, yeah. First off, name, name a number. <laughs> Integer or numeral? <laughs> Ooh. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. You're saying yeah? Uh, I'm going to say yeah. You are correct. It was yeah. Yeah, yeah. put that for James. I don't know if you guys are the same, but um, obviously when Josh goes, hey, you got any stories about your past? I was like, oh, man, maybe we've been through a few of these before. Definitely put that one going, now that's too weird. Don't do it on the show. <laughs> but couldn't be bothered sending you the second email to go, delete the one about <laughs> the 17-year-old jerking off a lot. I don't think that's going to come That was the one where I was like, if Josh has made that up, then that's pretty bad Fuck for yeah. <laughs> What about the name? I mean, I have no idea what the kid's oh, name yeah. was. I mean, but that's just, I'm just terrible with names. So when yeah. I was 19, I went to summer camp in America and they didn't hire enough 
male um, camp counsellors to look after the boys. So they found strong women. <laughs> which means mouthy. <laughs> and I was. And they were like, you are going to look after boys in your cabin. So we were like a camp counsellor from 5pm till 9am. And then 9am till 5pm, we were like a teacher's assistant, right? So I had six... 11 and 12 year old boys and one of them was exploring himself <laughs> every night and we were in a log cabin Dean like... Rachowski <laughs> <laughs> kid he gets around he got around so he wasn't paying attention there was <laughs> he so needed the, tutoring the only thing separate there was me and Raquel who were in bunk beds and then there was a wood partition that didn't go from the ceiling to the floor it was just like oh you can't see them and then every night I just hear. <laughs> and then I heard footsteps one night. I'm like, what are you doing? Get back to bed. He's like, yo, my legs are itchy. And then he gets moisturiser. <laughs> it was so awful. <laughs> See, you didn't want to tell that story. I'm busting. I've got to get this out so I don't live with it every day. I was 19. That is, the eldest kids there were 16. That is not enough authority. Yeah. No good. <laughs> At the end of that round. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> the, sc <laughs> end of the round, the scores are Hamish on two points. Give it for Hamish. James Sorry, on four points. Dez on four points, but now on seven points in the lead, Flissy Ward. Seven points. Right, this Did, is... Can we tell you what... Yeah, what I, were you laughing at? So I made, said he married his mother, and Dez leaned over and said, she passed away three weeks ago. Today. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't going to share it with the group, which... And that's I why. That was, <laughs> I thought you said that was a joke. No, no, no. I said, oh I, I'm God. joking in that I'm telling you as a joke, but, but, but no, but it's real. <laughs> but that was between us. That was between us because we've known each other a lot. I thought you were joking. Oh my god. No, like, um, like I was joking in that. Uh, I shouldn't the, have told you. That's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> that's the best day of my life. For everyone, for everyone <laughs> listening, the whole audience just did the felicity feigning thing. <laughs> uh, film again. Start filming right. again. Sorry, I was oh, not going to... No, Felicity, so that is not my sense of humour to make a joke that my mom died if she hasn't died. No, I know for everyone else, they wouldn't have made a joke that their mom died if she had I'm died. I'm sorry. But no, no, don't oh worry. Will you fucking relax oh with the God. emotions now? I'm a fucking Irish-American man. I don't feel anything. So uh, I've been fucking hiding from the feelings for three weeks now. Don't be doing my feeling for me. Guys, it's been anyway, great it's, to see you all. You should come see my show. I talk a lot about my mom dying in the show. Please, but, uh, please see Des's show. So, Felicity, Guys, I think we can all agree. It's anyway, on the subject, can I just say one thing since, it's been, since we've run on the subject? Please, please, A lot of people, as you can tell from the audience's reaction, a lot of people don't know how to act. You know, when they find out, like, your mother died, even though you really just say, I'm sorry for your loss, or condolences, and you don't announce it to the fucking room. And, uh, I didn't you know, know it was but, real. But the, a lot of people, a lot of people like to say, Felicity, you're the only one feeling bad. Like, I could give a fuck, like, honestly. Like, I love you. You're such a good friend. So, anyway, um, a lot of people like to say, like, oh, uh, um, she's looking down on you. And, and, like, that is nice. And you find yourself doing that, even though I don't actually believe that. Like, you find yourself doing that, being like, she's looking down. And you're like, doing Joshua's podcast, she's looking down. And you're like, it's a nice thought, you know? But then at night, like, you're in your room, jerking off, and you're like, nah, it's just blackness. There's no, I really there's no she, fucking heaven. I really hope <laughs> she, just, she just watched the matinee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And now I suddenly find myself looking at my phone with the backside up. Guaranteed. <laughs> it's like, just in case. So, because of that, Des, I'm going to give you a point. It's the least I can do, okay? You get one extra point. Ah, uh, my mum's dead. <laughs> my, my, both my parents died before I came here. <laughs> Man, if How many ever? I'm, I'm what did you say? Sorry, James, I missed that. Means that. Anything. What did you say? Both my parents died before I came here. <laughs> if, if ever there was... Grandparents is nothing. You don't even get a compassion fair for that. Oh, yeah, if true. ever there was a time for just to do one of these patented next questions. <laughs> <laughs> next, next question. question. <laughs> At Dez's mum's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, this is our final round, Flick. Don't worry about it. It's the only Speaking one more round. Speaking of final, I'll never see my mother again. I'll tell you that right now. My mother's gone. She's gone. Forever and ever. <laughs> She's gone. Oh, I've never laughed. So I guess this, this didn't happen on House of Crazy Games, did it? <laughs> no. They never would have. Although, Can um... we cancel the festival after this? It's not. This is as bad or as good as it's Oh, come on. This is good, man. Good oh. for you. All right. This round is called Who, 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 Who. Now, in this round, I read out 10 questions. About all of you. Sorry, I think it's more like <laughs> boo hoo hoo hoo. Now they give a shit about your little games, Josh. <laughs> We're talking about mortality. Stop trying to. <laughs> it's going to happen to all of us. We're all having an existential crisis. Yeah. No one cares about Twitter anymore. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out 10 questions about you. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. Maybe let Des buzz a few in. Okay, guys? And. <laughs> If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. Sorry if you lost, Des. And, uh... <laughs> don't don't worry, she's up own. there looking down on us, <laughs> She thinks this is hilarious. I'm so sorry, right. Mrs. Bishop. Question one. Who here was a child model? Who was a child model? Uh, the Incredible Age Dog. Yes. Just Des, because yes. he's got great genes. <laughs> yes. He's got beautiful great genes. genes. Great. That's right. That live on. <laughs> I'm putting it, po I'm spinning it positively. That's we right. move forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, this is actually a 100% true story. At the funeral, we had this amazing priest, right? <laughs> Father Robert, clearly gay, not a problem, just a big <laughs> performer. And uh, he did like loads of research, and he, he said that when the bishops used to come to Mass, they were the best-looking kids in the parish. They were the models of St. Kevin's. So jokingly, I said under my breath to my nephew, actually, we weren't models. <laughs> and the priest said, oh, were you models? And I was like, yeah, we were models for Ford. And he was like, they actually were models. And the church was like, this is fucking great. Like, <laughs> improvising priest, but she is still dead, unfortunately. Yeah, she is. But it was a great Very moment at the funeral. Dead. And she would have been happy that the priest had noticed the cheekbones. <laughs> Question two. Who here was once in a kid's band called Baby Chino? Oh, baby what? Baby oh, Chino. Incredible age, uh, yes. dog. Um, that's going to be Felicity. You are correct. Yes, point there for Hamish. I yes. feel, only because I know it wasn't me and I feel like it's an Australian term. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was also, I wasn't even full-time Baby Chino. I was filling Baby Chino. <laughs> what Brutal. Did you, what did you play? No, oh, I played the daughter of Papa Chino and Mama Chino, except Papa Chino was black and Mama Chino was white, and I am only white. So Mama Chino was not faithful. <laughs> Who had to call the fire brigade because they were locked in their bedroom? Oh, Felicity, that, yeah. Hamish? No, that was James Acaster. Oh. Ah. James. Watching the three amigos. Watching Man. the three amigos. Yes, thank you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I called the fireman brigade to, to yeah, the, the, brag. The, the, the I got out of my bedroom. It was a tiny little flat I lived in, and, and the fireman came in through the window, and the first thing they said was, they went, oh, it's boiling in here. And I was like, most of the places you're in are on yeah. fire. <laughs> like, it's just not, you fucking commenting on that. This is having, like an ice bath for you. Yeah, I'm having a wank, and, and, and like, <laughs> avoiding that. I choose out, choose yeah. out, I paid him $12.50 just to yeah. sit on the steps so far. <laughs> Were you just trying to recreate the burning bush? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was doing, yeah. <laughs> Question four. Whose dad got them a family pet dog by swapping a vacuum cleaner for it? Des. Yes, Des. Hamish. No, that was Felicity Ward. Point uh. off, Des. We got a poodle. He was so, from Lightning Ridge. Shit, His so name you, was Licorice because he did a poo that looked like Licorice. And so nothing you, so you, to fucking use to clean it up. You swapped a Dyson. I mean, that's a good poodle. That's a good dog. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a Dyson. Electrolux? It was, a, it was Electrolux, mate, yeah. It was pre-Dyson days. We didn't know. <laughs> I mean, great to get a purebred for an Electrolux. It was the 80s. It was a different time. I get it. <laughs> People didn't care about poodles back then. A lot of bartering. Question five. Who holds the record alongside Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords for New Zealand's highest grossing film-based promotional pizza? <laughs> Felicity. I mean, that, it has to be Hamish, sure. You are correct. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes. We were, in, we were in a, uh, a small, like an indie New Zealand film, and there's a chain of pizza over there. It's called Two Little Boys, this film. Chain of pizza, they're called Hell Pizza. And they did like a, I don't know, like a promotional thing where they like had a special Two Little Boys pizza. And the, the head of, we met the head of Hell Pizza at the premiere of the film. He was so excited because he's like, he's like, guys, uh, gotta tell you, this is the highest grossing <laughs> New Zealand film based pizza we've done. <laughs> But for a second, we felt like yeah. we had the highest grossing New Zealand film of all time. <laughs> Based pizza. Based pizza. <laughs> do they, so did they do all New Zealand films as pizzas? I think it was a thing for a few years where every time a Kiwi oh. film came out, they're like, we're going to, you know, we'll think of some toppings. That the Once Were Warriors one definitely had an egg on it. Fucking yeah. hell. Like it was... <laughs> yeah. The black sheep was just burnt lamb and stuff. So, yeah, um, but that, that's the title we still have, I think, to this day. It was a hell of a pizza. Question six. Who here was ostracised from a board game club? Felicity. Yes, Felicity. I want to say James. You are correct. Yeah. It is James, yes. Yeah. May we ask over what the, what the disagreement was? Uh, it said Kepman Board Game Club, which is the town I live in. I turned up with a board game and it turned, up, turned out it was like no one else had board games and it was all stuff that was like, um, like Magic the Gathering and stuff like that and really serious things. And I joined a... Uh, a game that was like a World War II game, and I was so bad at it that the person I was paired up with wouldn't let me have the nice biscuits afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what so a burn. Main streets. I, yeah. I, I hadn't earned them. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Who once got so badly sunburnt, the sunburn started bleeding? Uh, James Des. No, that was Hamish Blake. A point oh. off James there. Hamish. Oh, you lose a point when you... That's Ghoulies. Yeah, first oh, day. Schoolies, sure. The, the, the schoolies, like you finish year 12, you go away to the beach or somewhere like Queensland, you've never been before. And we are not beach people in my family. We are mountain people. And <laughs> I am very, very pale. And I was with all these kids from other schools that just had like great bodies and killer tans. And I went, right, we're here for seven days. Today's a write-off. Obviously, I'm, I'm very pasty and a bit fat. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to lay down a base tan today. Beast and I got, like, third-degree burns oh from this. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I woke up the next day that it bled so much, the sun, but like the, it scabbed and bled. And I got up out of bed and the pillows stuck to my back. Oh, God. So I did. Like a shell, like a and turtle. You know did you get really scarring? Oh, I definitely have cancer, 100%. It's in, there. It's, in there. <laughs> it's in there somewhere, just waiting to come out. So, yeah, I get skin checks, like, weekly. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's coming. It's coming, guys. I saw it go in. It's got to come out. <laughs> Next question. Isn't that amazing that that's still not the most intense moment of the night? <laughs> well, I've had cancer as well, but we won't get into it. <laughs> Felicity, do you want to talk about Jess having cancer? <laughs> he has. She knew about that. I didn't know about that one. Oh, so you can keep some secrets. <laughs> just... I thought he was joking. <laughs> just... No, it's a very funny joke. Yes. <laughs> I'm... I'm moving my flight and I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going back to London. Next question. Who... Please. Who here is pen pals with a member of Radiohead? Oh, uh, James. Yes, James. Felicity. You are correct. Oh. Yes, point there for James. Wow. Very impressive. Wow. It's fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's the, it's the oh, cool... It's the... I can't wait to read your next letter to him after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Philip, don't... I have some awful news. <laughs> Please don't stop sending me your secrets, but... <laughs> <laughs> We did, we did a, a radio, like, a, a panel show together about 18 months ago and I'm a massive Radiohead fan and he, I, just, I was so nervous when I met him but I was, like, like, being really cool. You can see how cool I can be under pressure. <laughs> and I, I just licked the microphone. I... <laughs> so we go and do the radio show and then at the end of it I said, I just want to let you know, I'm, I didn't want to say this before but I'm actually a, a massive fan. I've seen you, like, three or four times. And he went, what, Radiohead? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we don't get that very much. <laughs> That's so cool. I can't wait to tell the other guys. <laughs> Which one? I probably remember. Would you find us on SoundCloud? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I said, I just spent all my teenage years just, um, like, going and seeing bands, and I was in a band. He goes, oh, do you still play? And I went, oh, yeah, but I'm a bit of a, rock, like, bedroom rock star. You're not baby I was Chico, in baby Chico, you? <laughs> <laughs> was, was with like, parents? <laughs> are you? You're not baby Chico, are you? <laughs> I, was always, I always thought place. you should be more tan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you must I be mean, adopted. not like Hamish tan, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of jam on the top of the baby chino. <laughs> <laughs> pillow on this baby chino, and I don't know why. Is it a marshmallow? Is it a pillow covered in blood? <laughs> so anyway, he said, do you still write music? And I said, oh, yeah, kind of. And he said, I'd love to hear some. I'm like... Sure, Philip Selway. <laughs> That's a lovely thing to say. Anyway, then I said, oh, would you mind if I got a selfie? He's like, not at all. You take a selfie. And he goes, would you mind if I got a selfie? I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. And so he, he took a photo. And then um, I was going to leave. I said, it's so nice to meet you. And he goes, I really would love to hear some of your music. If you're interested. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I said, well, I'll take your email address. Philip Selway, drummer from Radiohead. At gmail.com. .co.uk. <laughs> 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 and and I, I wrote to him and I said, uh, if I ever get the balls, I'll send you a, a song. And, um, and he said, lovely to meet you, please do. And then about a month later, I was by myself at home having a wank. And I... And, uh, <laughs> the door was buzzing. I feel sorry I for your tutor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought... I wonder if there's any songs that sound okay. And I listened to my songs and they all sounded shit. And so I thought, 
excuse me, I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just, I'll just re-record them. So I just did it on an iPhone and just, like, got my guitar, sung two songs and just had them, I just, I don't know what happened. I had, like, a blackout, press send, <laughs> and off they went, right? And then he didn't write back, obviously, because he's Philip Selway from Radiohead. And then, like, a month later, I get, dear Felicity, I'm so sorry for the delay. I've been busy. No shit! <laughs> And he said, I listen to your music. And then just paragraphs of feedback on my songs. And he's like, have you thought about what you're going to do with the song? I'd use the melody as a roadmap. What? And <laughs> so I'm like living my childhood dream. It was unbelievable. And then about six months later, I'm Did like... Did you write back, mm, thanks, but no thanks. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing musically. <laughs> yeah. You do you. I'll do it's my thing, okay? It's not a democracy. It's my music. <laughs> I was sharing them with you. I did not ask for feedback. Oh, I'll tell you when I want your feedback. Thank you. Yeah. So about six months later, I'm like, I wonder what Philip Silway from Radiohead's up to. So I just dropped in a little email. I was like, hey, Philip. Told him what I was up to. And then he wrote back. He's like, oh, sorry I haven't got back to you. We're in South America. Of course you are. And then told me what he was up to. And then he said, I listened to you on The Guilty Feminist. You're very funny. I'm like, oh, my God! <laughs> and then he said, if you, I mean, if he ever hears this, he's going to be very embarrassed and never speak to me again. But I don't care. We've seen each other. And he said, he said if, you're ever, if you're ever in town when Radiohead's playing, I'll get you some tickets. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then at the end of last year, I was like, I was just feeling ballsy. I'm like, fuck it. So I wrote to him and I said, hey, I'm doing a show at Leicester Square in March. Uh, it's a kind of a big show. It's a big deal. I don't know if you're interested at all, but do you want to come and see the show? And he's like, me and my wife would love to. So on the 9th of March, the drummer from Radiohead came and saw my comedy show in London. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I'm going to say false. False. <laughs> <laughs> Just too, too much many details. Too, much. too many details. I, uh, I couldn't help but notice in the story there, you did not get his wife a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife would love to come. Yeah, one Yeah, ticket. I'm sure she would. Again, didn't yeah, ask for feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his name is, her, her name is Kate. She is delightful. Our final question for the you night. Really, you really are putting that in just to... Yep. Really just sandbag this in case he does hear it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know. She's lovely. I'd love for you to come around for dinner. Phil, if you're listening, Kid A is one of my favourite albums. Well done. Okay. Uh... It's actually Philip. It's not Phil. I asked him. <laughs> FYI. Oh, I was talking to oh. a different Phil. If uh... you guys meet Philip, I just don't want you to embarrass yourselves. You know? Our... <laughs> Final question. Who here told me their special skill is guessing people's pin numbers? Felicity. Yes, Felicity. Oh, I was going to say James, but then he looked like he was going to go and answer, so I'm going to say Hamish. You are correct. It is Hamish Blake. P numbers? I could be a cop. Pin. To be fair, like I mean, again, the email where I was like, no, here's some you said, things. The email said, no, no. I, that's my special skill. I literally said, yeah, you I reckon him, I could have a guess at someone in the room's pin number and I'd probably get close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing the one in 10,000 statistics. <laughs> Like, if I was, like, 6565, five, might not be it. But someone in here is like, <laughs> fuck, that was close. <laughs> guess mine, guess mine. I'll tell you if it's right. I haven't got any money. Four, five, 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 five. No. Someone? Not even close. Not a single digit. <laughs> not a single digit. I know it's a one in 10,000. But <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, somewhere that landed for someone at a real... <laughs> Deep level. <laughs> Talk to me about it afterwards. 
All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Hamish Blake on four points. Go for Hamish. <laughs> James Acaster also on four points. Des Bishop on five points. Our winner, Felicity Water, eight oh. points. Give it up. Now, Felicity. No, if there's someone that does not deserve to win, <laughs> it's me. Well, because you win, Flick, you I'd get like to. I'd like to pass my win to Des Bishop. The new winner, Des Bishop, everyone. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.